0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Sales for Introverts podcast. This is the night drive segment, which, if you missed the first one, is basically just a time to chill out, relax. If you're driving around, roll the windows down, listen to the crickets, or if it's too cold outside, then cozy up because we are just going to kind of chill out for a little bit and reflect on a few things. So, without further ado, here's tonight's segment. wow a pandemic who could have ever thought who could have ever dreamed of a pandemic like this i mean i guess it could be worse you know this disease could not have the recovery rate that it does it but it has really taken it out of us it is a real pandemic every single person on the globe is subject to COVID. Now, you ask me back in 2019 what COVID was, and I would have no clue. But here we are, living through this thing for almost two years. Two years of our lives taken up by this. And I have no doubt that it really will reach a full capacity of two years. We could say... January 2022 or March of 2022 before it really became real. But man, a pandemic. We are really in it and really living through it. You know, I read my share and watch my share of post-apocalyptic type shows just because I always just wonder what if, you know, what if we really get to that point where all of a sudden everything that we've You know, taken for granted and society and civility and all that stuff just breaks down. And gosh, it felt like for a while we're really close to all that. And, you know, we're just one bad wave away from stuff like that happening. You probably remember at the beginning, toilet paper, gasoline. But really, the big thing was toilet paper. That had everybody... Scratching their heads really bad. This panic buying, I mean, obviously, that's one of the easier things to figure out. But then you get into all the politics of people's freedoms and vaccines and things like that. It has really just worn down at everybody. And I do want to say thanks to all the healthcare workers, all the frontline workers, people working in food service and grocery. Restaurants, Everybody who's had to just deal with this in a way that perhaps the rest of the general public hasn't had to. As you know, for me, I'm in sales and I work in the construction industry, which eventually became deemed essential. And I agree with that. I'm okay with that because besides a pandemic, there's apparently some sort of a housing shortage going on. In the United States where I live. People need places to live. They need single family homes. They need apartment buildings. They need elderly care. We need all of these things. And if that got screeched to a halt, then we would have even more problems on our hands. Now, not as many problems as say a hospital shuts down or a grocery store shuts down, you know, but construction was deemed essential and I was good with that. But things changed a lot for us, just as it changed for everybody else. And I'm not talking about just wearing masks, social distancing, and things like that. I'm talking about our supply chain is in a state of collapse, unfortunately. And no offense to people who live in different parts of the world, but at first, it felt like we were dealing with a third world country type situation, even in the U.S. And I say that because I've done a little, I have a little bit of experience going to third world countries, so to speak, quote unquote, and doing manual and physical labor down there. And I, I see how it goes. And While people there work just as hard, the supply chains in those places are just not great. And the price of materials is way high. And sure enough, come 2021, that's exactly what happened in the U.S. and all over the parts of the world. All of a sudden, at least as far as the construction industry was concerned, there really wasn't such thing as a third world, a second world, or a first world country. We were pretty much all on the same playing ground, although I'm sure I speak from a position of privilege because I'm sure things got just as bad in Honduras and other places like that and other places stricken with natural disasters like Haiti, but it's been tough not to complain everybody. It's been tough for everybody, but tough especially for me. That being said, there's been some good things about it too. Surprisingly enough, when the whole world shut down in 2020 and the government directed us to stay home as much as possible unless you really were a frontline worker, things really changed around most American and global households. People stayed home a lot more. I am so thankful for electricity and the internet And the ability to stream things, that has been awesome and life-saving, especially for parents with small children. (laughs) But I would think if this had happened before I had kids, I still would have liked it. Because for introverts especially, staying home is not so much of a problem. My extroverted friends, big problem. Not being able to go out anymore, not being able to go to concerts, sporting events, restaurants. Now, don't get me wrong, not being able to go to restaurants was incredibly annoying. You know, again, not to sound spoiled, but I'm being real. I mean, that's part a huge part of our culture, and not just in the U.S., but around the world. And when you take that away, you take some kind of human connection out. You know what I mean? But anyways, staying at home had certain benefits. Now I'd work from home occasionally, every once in a while when I had to help out because somebody needed to go to an appointment, or maybe I was just sick and I couldn't go to the office, but I would work from home for a few hours in a day. It wasn't the same as going into the office. I didn't have my office set up. I didn't have multiple monitors, wasn't able to go over and chat with my team about a particular thing that needed to be done. That's just so much easier than calling them up on the phone. However, once I was forced to stay at home, I learned how to make it work. The first things that stuck out was creature comforts. Hmm. Well, I'm lucky enough to have a home office at my house... It's a little bit like a glorified closet. It's probably, hmm, I don't know, 8 feet across one way and then maybe 16 feet across the other way. And it has a door on it that we installed right before the pandemic. Otherwise, it would have just been a small opening, literally like a closet. But the door's installed, I can shut it, and for the most part, it keeps the noise out. One of the cool things about my work from home office is that it probably has 16 windows in it. It's huge. It used to be a porch. And the previous owners are somewhere along the lines. This house is like 100 years old. Somebody closed it off, dried it in, and made it part of the house. So the big difference between my home office and my work office is that I actually get natural light other than being at work and being surrounded by fluorescent light and bad airflow. Here I am at my home office, tons of natural light. It really made a difference to my mood during the day. But what else is there? Let's see. I didn't have to get dressed in the morning. I could literally wear whatever I wanted. Now, as a man... That's one thing, but I know for women, from seeing all of the social media posts, that that was a game changer, because right, wrong, or indifferent, it seems like society puts a lot of pressure on the way that women look, especially dressing up for work, and as a man, that's something that I was sort of oblivious to until this pandemic happened. So, respect to you guys for that. I know that sucks, because... I don't really care what I look like on most days, so it, it must stink to have to worry about that on a regular basis. But I'm sitting in here wearing a t shirt and gym shorts, no socks, no shoes, don't need them, unless it's the winter time and it's cold, you know. But that was such a game changer and so awesome. And there's other creature comforts too, like lunch. You don't have to pack a lunch, you can just go grab whatever's in the fridge. You can make your own lunch right in your kitchen. You know, that's not something that I get excited about when it's dinner time because that's kind of work, you know. But when it's lunch and I'm not expecting to be at home, all of a sudden I'm like a gourmet chef. I'm in there on the flat top grill, you know, making nice grilled cheese with pepperoni and, and grabbing some chips, whatever. I can have any variety of chips, whatever's in my pantry. Again, thanks to... The grocery store workers and those supply chain guys that kept things going when we needed it. That was awesome. But anyways, lunch was so fun. And the second thing about lunch was most of the time my kids and my wife were home too. So we got to have a special lunch date every day during the work week. Let's talk about commuting. Commuting is not fun. I'm glad, I'm thankful at this point in my life that I actually have a pretty short commute. It's only about a 10 minute drive, but back when I lived in the big city and a few years ago and I lived in the town that I live in now, you know, my commute could be 45 minutes. Some days it was an hour, depending on how terrible the traffic was in Atlanta, which is all the time. So... That's been really nice too. Obviously, zero commute. So if I felt like I need, I had a lot of stuff to do in the day, I could get into my office by 6.45 and start mashing it out. Didn't have to worry about a commute. Didn't have to burn the gas. Didn't have to do any of that stuff. Now, that's a double-edged sword because my commute home was a cathartic time for me to drop in the catharsis element of the episode that time helps me sort of de-stress decompress unscrew all of the different pressures of the day and just tweak them back a little bit while I listened to the radio or I rolled the windows down or I just wasn't thinking about anything at all that got taken away because the commute from my home office to my home life is about 10 steps instead of 10 minutes. I had to learn how to quit early in the day and maybe just sit and watch a video or do something on my phone that sort of gave me back that time to de-stress or else I just wasn't ready yet to be back in the family, so to speak. And that might sound bad, but that's called taking personal time. That's mental health right there. Everybody needs it. The last thing that I started doing somewhat regularly since I got to be at home was exercise during the workday. Now, I'm part of a program that has a pretty brief exercise window, time of day. And that's why I did it, because it only takes about 15 minutes a day. And that's why I just go ahead and knock it out. Now, I actually do this at my work office too sometimes, but there are just so many other distractions. There's people coming into my office, which is a little bit awkward if I'm like right in the middle of a rep. And, and, but being at home, obviously, I can just step away any minute of the day in between phone calls or mashing something out on the computer and knock out my exercise for the day that's part of a habit that stuck with me and now do i do it as often as i should probably not but it was great for what it was and lest we forget there's just other introvert creature comforts as well like i just mentioned nobody's busting in my office Nobody wants to chit-chat. There is literally zero small talk in the day, unless you're talking with customers on the phone, which is fine. But, you know, you don't have Jimmy popping in your office, you know, asking you about the big game from last night, or the big game that didn't happen because of COVID. And you're like, yeah, I'm uh, completely uninterested in this conversation. And you're like, yeah, I'm completely uninterested in this conversation, Jimmy. Maybe you should go away. But that doesn't happen. Now, granted, other random things do happen, like I get invaded with monster trucks every now and then or a little boy who wants to paint a picture or something like that using some of my highlighters on my desk. That does happen. But you know what? After that happening a few times and me getting annoyed, I finally came around to realizing that this is actually a very sweet time in their lives and I just need to lighten up a little bit. Now, I will say that brings me to an interesting point that while I got to avoid my previous work environment, and no offense to those guys, by the way, some of you might listen to that. I love you. It's fine. It's just part of being a person. I get it. But I had a different work crew at my house. I had a three-year-old and a one-year-old and And my wife, of course. And we had to find some sort of working relationship, just like you do, at your work environment. For example, it's tough having little kids. I'm going to tell you that. Especially if you can't go anywhere and school is shut down. Okay? That's just like almost impossible. And respect to all the moms of littles out there and dads. Anybody who's had to deal with this... It has been hard. And as of the time of me recording this here, getting later on in 2021, it's still not easy yet. It's still not what it used to be. And even if you go to some sort of public event, you still feel a little bad. You, you kind of want to avoid people, social distance, mask up, get all of that. And that is tough. But while my wife and I were still trying to figure it out, you know, again, my industry was essential. I didn't get any time off. I was still working the same hours that I always had. And so when my wife had to stay at home with the kids and I was home working from home as well, you know, she'd holler into the office every now and then, hey, can you come change this diaper really quick because I've got to do X, Y, Z, or i got to make their breakfast. And while I did do it, At the beginning, eventually, I was like, look, I get it, I know, I understand, but I still have to do my work, so we got to figure out some boundaries here. So there was some, you know, a little bit of tension there, but eventually we came to the agreement that as soon as the clock hits 11, or excuse me, let's back up. Daddy goes to work in the mornings before the kids wake up, and the office door is shut, Now they're going to come bang on it. They're going to come bother me every now and then. Yes, they will. They eventually got pretty good at it, but 11 o'clock, the office door opens and I come out and we have lunch for an hour. After that, they go down and take a nap and then it opens back up at four 30 in the afternoon. And dad is available to do whatever you need dad to do. That's where we all landed with that. If you guys are able to do more, Hey, more power to you. It's just, I was dealing with a stressful job and that's just what we had to do during a stressful time. So let's wrap up this reflection with the major drawbacks, but also some unexpected benefits of being alive during this pandemic. As far as drawbacks goes, obviously this has just been a huge distraction and a huge obstruction in front of everybody's career path you know nobody was planning on this everybody has a job to do to go go to work and then go home and move on with your life but now we all had to just deal with this i was making really good progress in my career everybody was happy We were doing great, we were growing customers, and then everything just gets screwed up. Or at least slowed down. And I'm not really one to slow down that much. I don't know. Maybe I should pay attention more to the previous night drive about the Mexican fishermen. But this pandemic really did force us to slow down now. It's probably made up with stress associated with that, but I guess I am thankful that we did slow down just a little bit. We had to go back and redo a lot of stuff that we thought was already handled because options A, B, and C all fell through. But that's just been part of it, and everybody's had to do that. Last, I might feel a little odd saying this being an introvert, but being out of the office as... As beneficial as it was for me, it's tough for a team, and I do work on a team of people, about four or five people, and it's really hard to establish teamwork and camaraderie, you know, when you're not there in person, like you have been every other day of your career. That was tough. Now, we adapted a little bit. We did Zoom calls. We did conference calls and check-ins and things like that, but it was tough. I learned a few things about leading a team during this time period that, quite frankly, before, I ignored. So, those are the major drawbacks, but what are the benefits? Well, as I mentioned before, working from home was actually pretty cool. But, for me, being a parent... Being a dad, there's a lot of things that I got to witness and I got to be a part of that otherwise I probably would have missed. Or maybe my wife would have just sent me a little text about it and said, hey, this funny thing happened today. Can you believe it? But I actually got to see and hear it. And I got to see a lot of crazy things too and deal with some problems that I also probably would have avoided. But just being able to be there for birthdays and saying goodbye before they went to school. And then when they got back, they ran all the way down the house, gave me a hug, and I helped them get down for a nap. It was something that only took a couple of minutes of my day, but it was so worth it. And then we would eat breakfast and lunch together. And that was great. So while I feel like this pandemic has taken years off of my life, I at least got to plug it in with those great memories. How did the pandemic affect you? What was it like when you were trying to be in sales or in customer service, but you had a mask on your face and your glasses were fogging up and you were worried? Or was it good? Was the overall experience actually good for you? Now, I'm sure you don't wish it on anybody and I'm sure you wish it was over by now, but was there any certain way that you benefited from it? Let me know. Mark at salesforintroverts.com. And you can find the rest of our material at our website. Yep, salesforintroverts.com. I hope you enjoyed this reflection. This has been my night drive segment where we just kind of peel off a little bit, chill out, roll the windows down, and go for a drive. All right we will see you on the next episode of the sales for introverts podcast.